you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. Chris Foss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, whoa. Hey, calm down there. Calm down there, Miss Opera Lady. Uh, thanks for tuning into the show. As you may have heard, last, uh, over the last week, we uh, hired an opera singer to sing in the intro. So uh, that work is being taken over because it was just too much, you know. It was just too much work for Chris Voss to keep doing that. Uh, anyway, guys, welcome to the big show. The Chris Voss Show family is the family that loves you but doesn't judge you, at least not as harshly as your wife does, because uh, you did not use the proper way to uh, empty the uh, dishwasher yesterday, and she will remember that for the next 20 years. Uh, so there you go, uh, and rightly so. So uh, there's that. Uh, as always, uh, please refer the show to your family, friends, and relatives. Go to goodreads.com, Foss, youtube.com, Foss, linkedin.com, Foss, and uh, what else there? Chris Foss one on the tickety-tockety. Go to iTunes. Give us that five-star review. We need as much help as we can get, boys and girls. We're doing four shows a day, 20 shows a week, a weekday and uh there's just so much content and so much brain power so much uh, what's the brain bleed is what we say in the intro uh for 15 years we've been bringing you all the brightest people the billionaires the ceos the pulitzer prize winners the authors the uh astronauts the white house advisors and then just me so uh see how that worked out in the end it just kind of fell right off a cliff um today we have an amazing gentleman on the show and he's going to enlighten you brighten you and expand your mind should we put that on a shirt maybe i don't know it sounds cool uh dr terry zachary joins us on the show today he's a former pro golfer and sports chiropractor uh he's a sports chiropractor now i believe uh we'll find out uh he's a developer of a cool product that you can utilize called hand master plus and uh, we're going to get into it. We're going to learn a lot about uh, movement, health, and all that sort of good stuff. He is the author also of a book called Great Hands, Great Life. He's a former professional golfer and sports chiropractic uh, who saw dozens of repetitive grip injuries to the fingers, thumbs, hands, wrists, carpal tunnels, and elbows of golfers. In response, he developed the Handmaster Plus exercise system and has since helped over one million people train their hands properly to get a grip on grip in therapy sports music workplace gaming computers and smartphones Boy, i use all those things uh welcome to the show uh terry how are you hey chris uh doing really good ready for you and thanks for having me thanks for coming we certainly appreciate it. now it said you're a former professional golfer is that are you are you currently a sports chiropractor i actually chris uh sold my practice a few oh, years ago uh, I just want to make sure that. Yep. Got a little too busy with both. And it's a big world out there and a lot of people have hands. So I realized I had a big task. There you go. Yeah. It's uh there's, I, I have three of them. I don't know what that means, but uh, there's probably a joke there. Uh, but if you want to know more, see me on OnlyFans. Uh, so uh, 
what motivated you to uh, develop this product and what is it? Give us like a 30,000 overview of the Handmaster Plus. Yeah, Chris, I think what motivated me, uh, you know, basically I was in practice and I have half my practice was sports chiropractic, you know, half was family. Mm -hmm. So I already saw a lot of repetitive grip stuff. Uh, I had questioned the way we train grip several years before. And I grew up probably the same as you did. And I was involved in sports and I would always be told, take something and squeeze it, whether it was, you know, spring loaded or a coiled gripper or a, you know, racquetball. Mm -hmm. And I just bought into it and I, you know, I didn't know any different than that. And then as I got into, you know, as I got into studying the hand, wrist and forearm and elbow and carpal tunnel, eventually I started to see that this is kind of crazy what we're doing, but uh, that I didn't really expect it to be in my future. I just, it was one of the treatments we did in our office. We saw a lot of hockey players. I'm Canadian. So mm -hmm. we saw a lot of hockey players, a lot of golfers because of my background in golf. Mm -hmm. Um and then tennis players, et cetera. But we also saw, you know, office workers and stuff. And we always had this really long protocol where, where they uh, patients would almost get bored because we'd use three or four different items to train all 27 grip muscles, which that might sound a little bit weird to some of your, you know, some of your audience. But there's 27 muscles of grip. And we basically Holy had God. to break our patient's knowledge of grip. It's not just this. It's the muscles that open, it's the nine muscles that close, the nine muscles that open and spread the hand, as well as the nine forearm muscles. So it got into where when I got into golf, I saw it. Uh, I took some time off because I was a college player and I, I took some time off of practice to play professional golf. Chris mm -hmm. never made the PGA Tour, by the way. Oh, really? Congrats. No, you don't recognize the face, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but we but we were exposed to all these injuries and then uh, I would see stuff in the elbow and the carpal tunnel and the wrist and the hands and the forearm and these golfers had no idea what was going on and I did mm -hmm. and then uh, started really looking at it more acutely. And I've had I've seen the various you know fitness devices over the years. There's all sorts you know there's like the spring thing where you you know weightlifting where you 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 pull the springs. My father had one when I was young, yep. and then he had he had some of those hand grippers. They were kind of this Y spring thing with handles on them, and you would grip them. Uh, and I I just always thought you know they were for weightlifting. I never really gave any thought to twenty seven muscles involved in yep. the hand and gripped. Uh, I never really thought about it, but you know, I've had times where I've had corporal tunnel issues. Uh, I know relatives that have had corporal tunnel surgery yep. and it's, it's not fun. And, and it seems to not sometimes fix what they have. You know, it's, there's almost like a continuum. you know, we're in this, we're in this world, like you mentioned, or like I mentioned in the bio where, you know, we're always holding these phones, we're always typing on these keyboards, you know, ergonomics, you know, people are always trying to get their ergonomics, right. But I guess people don't realize that maybe the real core problem is, is those muscles that are inside of the hand. It's not maybe so much the wrist. You know, and that's, that's a pretty good read of the situation, Chris, because that's what does happen. And, and uh, the thing your father had that coiled gripper, you know, nothing really, it's also in two dimensions. You mm -hmm. don't really do anything with your hands in two dimensions, mm -hmm. but you know, you, you're going to shorten your flexor muscles when you do that. And you will feel some strength for a long time. So, People think, ah, I'm feeling stronger just training these, just these nine closing muscles. But what happens over time is the grip mechanics actually come into imbalance eventually. Mm -hmm. And like when you're dealing with professional golfers, you can only do that act so long. 
and then the muscles become imbalanced if you don't train the all the other 18 muscles and then they'll end up seeing me in a, in a practice or you know when i was on tour i saw a lot of professional golfers that would come to me mm-hmm. but, but the imbalance eventually your grip if you just closing you know just squeeze only gripper you'll go up you'll plateau and then eventually the imbalance will make you weaker and you'll run into problems and uh, that's what we've been doing for 15 plus years is getting that idea out of people's head it's the one area of the body we just just don't pay any attention to you know the carpal tunnel people only know it for carpal tunnel surgery carpal tunnel syndrome but if you can but it's very very easy chris to make your carpal tunnel thrive it is a the carpal Mm -hmm. tunnel is a grip structure Mm -hmm. and that might sound weird again because you'll just think well why is this thing even here no it's a grip structure but if you don't understand how the muscles come together to stabilize that grip, you're going to bring it into where you collapse the carpal tunnel, shorten the elbow, shorten the fingers and the thumb, and uh, shorten the wrist, and, and you're going to run into problems. And, and that's one of the things we're just trying to almost break it all down and reinvent it and tell people, forget everything you've heard. There's 27 muscles. Train them all. You'll, you'll see performance go up, you'll see injury go down, and, and we'll even talk, if you want to, about life longevity because mm-hmm. grip strength and life longevity has even been brought into the, into the focus in the last five years. There you go. Movement and getting the blood Movement. flow. So most of the people that are going to consume uh, what we're talking about today are going to do this in audio format. So can you describe what the product is or what it looks like to people so that they can pick that up as they're in their car doing whatever they're doing? Yeah, absolutely. Very simply. It's quite simple to do. You know, visually is great, but I can explain it to, to your listeners as well. Uh, so Chris, even if people just take their hand, And it's just, you know, what we're doing is we're taking the natural structure and anatomy of the hand and we're just taking it through its full range of motion. That's all Mm -hmm. we're doing. So if you take your hand and you put your hand up and you you squeeze, just squeeze your hand to make a grip, to make a fist, Mm -hmm. right? And that's your nine muscles going through their, the nine muscles that close your hand going through their full range of motion. Mm -hmm. Now, if you do the opposite and open and spread your hand wide, those are the nine muscles that open and spread your hand going through their full natural range of motion. Mm-hmm. Now, if you take that hand while it's spread, okay, and this is where your viewers or your, your listeners are going to have to kind of just imagine it a little bit. And at the wrist, I want you to make the widest figure eight you can possibly make with your hand open. Mm-hmm. Okay, So if you do that, you're training all nine muscles that position the wrist in whatever activity you would be doing. Okay. Wow, so, I can really feel that. Yeah, you'll, and because people haven't trained <laughs> these muscles, that's wow. with no resistance. We haven't even brought the product in yet. Yeah. So that's what they be doing. They close for a second, open and spread for a second, do a figure eight or two with the wrist, with the hand open and spread, and you're going to feel all 27 muscles. Right there, that exercise, Chris, when I used to do it in practice before I ran into all these professional golfers and saw all these problems, those to train those 27 muscles used to take about 20 minutes to a half mm-hmm. an hour. Mm-hmm. And the patients were confused, frustrated, stuff lying <laughs> all over the place. So nobody did it. So it was really hard for me to push them to do the exercise properly. When we made Handmaster Plus, which is like a three in the morning aha moment, one of those things, we we were able to now, and all as we do for your listeners, for your viewers, it's pretty easy, but all as we do is we put a ball just like a like a racquetball would resist the muscles that close. 
Mm -hmm. But we take a ball and we kind of carve out the middle guts and we put a custom cord through that that hooks onto your thumbs and fingers. Mm -hmm. And then all you're doing is that same exercise. For, for our main figure eight exercise, that's how we train most of our athletes, amateur and professional. Most of our musicians are trained with that same figure eight exercise. But now the ball resists your muscles that are closing. Mm -hmm. and the cord resists the elastic cord that goes through the product resist the muscles that are open and spreading and you take those muscles through their full range of motion and you're going to train all of those muscles into balance because you're taking them through their full range of motion wow and so it's it looks like a tennis ball there's a hole through the middle and you have these these uh five uh sort of circular things that your fingers go through and so they hold on to your fingers one holds on to your thumb that comes out the bottom and uh, you really have to see a picture of it to get a format of it. But once you do, it makes sense because as you open your hand, the, the fingers, the, the cords are holding on to the fingers, yep. the round neck cords, if you will, and then the thumb. And, and I imagine there's some stretchiness to that. So you're pulling the stretch as you go, and, and that gives you resistance. And then when you squeeze back down, you're squeezing the ball in and of itself up against those muscles. This makes sense. And I, I'm see, I'm taking a look at it on Amazon, and I can see that there's several different variations. There's a soft version, a firm version. There's various uh, uh, collections you can buy of, of uh, a nine-piece set and a six-count uh, set. Um, what, what's the difference between people that might need the soft and the firm versions? Yeah. So, uh, Chris, when we started out, it was, you know, the only thing in my mind was to help these athletes. It really was to train properly. Mm -hmm. um, there was, there came a point not, you know, not long after we really kind of got it right with how to build this thing, mm -hmm. um, which took, you know, it was a learning curve for me for sure. But once we got it right a little bit, we realized, okay, now, wow. So what if somebody does have a tennis elbow or a really active uh, golfer's elbow or, or carpal tunnel syndrome, like we were talking about, or, you know, wrist, finger, thumb, or they've come out of surgery, et cetera. Well, we're going to need something that's not, doesn't have as much resistance as the medium one does. Our medium one was the first thing we come up with. Hmm. So then, yeah, we built a, we built a soft one. That's basically the exercise that we just took your viewers, your audience through, you know, it's just a little bit more resistance. The soft one's just a little bit more resistance than nothing. And then the medium goes into more of a late, you know, a late recovery or a wellness strengthening uh, tool. And the, the, mean, the medium is where most people will stay, to be honest with you, Chris. Mm -hmm. But then there's a firm version that just makes the cords are a little bit extra stiff, a little, little stiffer, and the ball is a little stiffer. And just provides a little bit more resistance for those, uh, what I'll almost say is those freaks that are <laughs> that are quite a bit stronger than the average person. It's, it, But I'd say maybe 5%, that might even be high, of people move on to, the, on to the firm. But mostly we want people to start with the soft. These muscles have never been trained by most people and then move to the medium. And that's usually enough for most applications. But if you need a firmer one, you know, that three-pack has the firm in it, or they can just, you know, if they're buying a soft, then a medium, then a firm, that's up to them. There you go. Now I have, uh, I have, I believe it's a 13 span hand. I have yep. giant hands and feet, yep. um, like six, two and, and, but I, I have like freakishly long arms. Like I can't buy off the rack shirts cause I'll have like an extra two inches. Yep. And, and so it looks like you're, you're oh, did you, that shirt shrink on you there, Chris. So I have to have stuff tailored, but I have, 
these freakishly large hands. And I know what their span is because I use them for measuring when I go, yep. when I, when I'm out of something, I went, Hey, will this fit on my desk at home? I can be like, okay, you go 13, 13, 13. I think it's 11 or 13. I don't remember exactly, but, yep. uh, so thumb to finger. So I have very large hands. Um, yep. when I hold my girlfriend's hands, I, I'm like, Holy crap, how old are you? I need to check your age. Cause, uh, you know, they're just small. Um, so are there different ball sizes or does it matter with people that have larger or smaller hands? Yeah, it'll, I mean, it'll make a little bit of a different a difference what your resistance is, but with mm. each of the packs that come. So for example, you're going to generally, I will tell you that most people don't, even yourself, if you're doing work in the year, most people do not need a lot of extra training in the grip stuff. Mm. We do stuff with our grip all day. Like we're always doing stuff with our grip. Um, so generally speaking, the nine flexor closing muscles are usually pretty strong in, in people. Chris, when we see somebody with large hands like yours, you're going to get more resistance at the very end of the range of motion inflection, but mm -hmm. the most important thing, and I'll explain it a little further. I'm glad you asked that question because what happens is your the muscles that open and spread your hand are really the most important muscles we're trying to train as well as those forearm muscles when you do the figure eight. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason we do that, so, so in your, to, to answer your first question, Chris, you're with big hands going to get a lot of resistance through the opening and spreading because you're taking the, the ball, the cords through a wider motion. Mm -hmm. With each unit, we have a small cord and a large cord. So you would pop in the large cord. You wouldn't even look at the small cord by the looks of your hand size. Yeah. That's the first question. That's the first answer. But the second one is maybe I want to answer to your audience just so everybody really gets this about why we train 27 muscles is that whenever I grip something, let's say I'm, I'll take, I'll go with musicians now. Mm -hmm. If I'm gripping something for a long time, let's say a guitar player, because we work with a lot of guitar players, they're gripping something for a long time. Their flexor muscles are getting shortened. So you think they're only using their flexor muscles, but anytime I use those nine muscles to grip, those nine muscles that open and spread my hand are contracting as well. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. They're contracting. It's a co it's a supportive co-contraction. So if I'm playing guitar for, you know, a year, five years, 10 years, God forbid if it's 20 years, because we've seen a lot of the older musicians rolling stones, the rolling stones, you're going to develop so many imbalance problems on your extensor muscles because they oh, wow. never go through their full range of motion. So mm -hmm. Chris, when we have people using the product and they start going through their full natural range of motion, even when I, when we had you just demo the, the exercise of putting your hands through a full range of motion, you'll feel tired with those muscles that open and spread your hand yeah. and you'll feel tired with the forearm muscles. They're just not worked properly. But so anyways, once you use that, and you're using the cords where you are going to get a good resistance off the cords because the bigger your hands are, the more resistance you'll get. You know, it's a wider range of motion. You'll train actually quicker. Wow. Um, so, but but again, we we've gauged the hand size for an average to large hand size as well as a small hand size. There you go. Um, and the, and the the key part is we the main thing we are. I, I'd be more. I'm more concerned about the the nine muscles that open and spread the hand and the nine forearm muscles, and that is a cord resistance thing, not a ball resistance thing. Yeah, you. I took and did the exercise that you talked. People should do this. Open your hand fully, right, yep. Yep. and then rotate like this, 
And yeah, just figure eight motion. It's like you're trying eight. to make the biggest Ow. figure eight you can with Ow. your wrist. Ow. Ow. Yeah. And you know what's funny is I'm getting pain like right in here yeah. where my elbow sits. And I have a I have one of these angled mice yeah. that I use. And okay. so my I kind of rest this wrist part right here on the desk. And I kind of use it because it rotates really well and right. it does better than using it like a normal mouse like this. In fact, I find it more comfortable. But man, I got there's some serious tendon pain and stuff going on right there in the wrist. Yeah, let me let me like, speak wow. on that, Chris, because it's it brings up a really important issue that we don't always do on all of our talks. But mm -hmm. what happens is, and, and I always tell people when I'm talking about hand exercise, there's bad news. And there's good news. So the bad news is, from a practitioner's point of view, if you are, say, obviously, you, obviously we know how, how much you work on your show. So if you're on your mouse a whole bunch, oh. there's going to be certain habitual patterns, patterns that you do with your wrist. And you, I saw you grabbing kind of down in your wrist, feeling tightness there. Mm -hmm. So there's habitual patterns you'll do in a wrist. That'll be different, Chris, than a hockey player does every single day. It'll be different than a guitar player does every single mm -hmm. day. It'll be different than an artist or a gamer does every single day. So the bad news is that all the injuries are going to be repetitive injuries specific to your daily activities, your daily grip tasks. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they're very difficult to figure out. They're a little more difficult to get a protocol for because you have to do different soft tissue treatments based on what the mechanics of those 27 muscles in repetition do every day again yours is different than a hockey player is different than a guitar player different than a dental hygienist let's say but the exercise that we do to recover the area properly is the exact same so on the on the person that has to do the recovery exercises which would be you if you ever want to get that wrist straightened out mm -hmm. it's going to be we do two exercises the, the first exercise is you close against the ball you open and spread against the court Close against the ball, you open and spread against the cord. Do you think you could remember that, Chris? Is that possible? Yeah, this is really easy. Okay, so even you can for do me, that. the call, <laughs> and then the, the the next exercise, then Chris, is to close, open, and spread, which would I have you do, and then do the figure eight exercise. You hmm. can remember that. So the two corrective exercises we would do is those two exercises. Period. I've already told you how to do them. They're easy, so we've taken away all the excuses, but. The complication of the imbalances for the practitioner, that takes a little bit more thought process because you have to think of what are the muscles at closing doing? What are the muscles at opening doing? And whatever your forearm and wrist muscles doing, that's going to determine the direction of your imbalance. And there's many imbalances that come from the daily activities. There you go. I, I've heard, we've been talking about this more on the show ever since I saw the Netflix documentary about blue zones. I forget the exact title, but I saw it, uh, I think about a month or two ago. And it really blew my mind because some of the centurions that they uh, featured in there, they literally went and found people that were centurions that were still very active and mobile and almost, you know, they were almost appearing as uh, youthful in, in their physique and and their agility and their energy and and their lifestyle you know they're still uh, highly mobile highly active and being active was one of the key points they yes. they were constantly moving throughout the day they weren't sedentary in their lifestyle um they 
they you know like the japanese you know they'll you'll see them sit on the floor and and so they sleep on the floor in thin mats and then they you know they're constantly getting up there's there's all just different movement of course part of that movement is they're burning calories as they're doing all it, but also it's the stretching it's the it's the making sure all the body parts are in movement you know years ago my, my audience has heard this probably ad nauseum but years ago i i would go to a chiropractor for the stress thing and what was happening is my the stress muscles in my back were, you know, I was running three companies at the same time. I was completely stressed out and probably wasn't eating or drinking well. And, uh, I know I wasn't, uh, and, and it would throw my back out and I would go to the chiropractor and he would say, you know, he would put me in, in place. Well, my stress levels got so bad with my ADHD that I would leave. And as I'd be driving down the road to go back to work, my back would start going crunch, 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 crunch. And I'd be like, and so after two times of going back and going, I don't, can you hit me one more time? Cause I'm, as soon as I get in the car, I'm going right back out again. The second time I went in, he goes, he goes, well, I should tell you something, but you'll probably never see me again. And I go, okay. I, and I was in so much pain. I think he just realized what, where I was. And he goes, he goes, look, your problem isn't your spine. It isn't your bones. It's your muscles. And you've got your muscles contracting and throwing your back out. And he goes, here's what I want you to do. He goes, get a tennis ball. And he goes, what I want you to do is stand up against a wall. And it's a little hard to learn, but you can learn it. And run the tennis ball up and down your back and up and down the muscles in your back. And he goes, when you find one of those pinched muscles, because I would get these pinched nerves that would just, you know, be torture. He goes, when you find one of those pinched nerves, I want you to press up against the wall with the tennis ball and 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 it's gonna hurt it's gonna feel like somebody's stabbing you especially if it's really bad he goes but what happens is you your muscles tight because the blood can't uh, you're it's, you're in pain because the blood can't go through the muscle because the muscles clenched it and by pressing the ball against it it's kind of you know like you think that would be a bad thing but actually what it will do is it will push on the muscle so the blood flow goes through and the muscle will break and not break, but the muscle will release and then the blood can go through and then you don't have pain anymore. And so uh, he was right. I never went to a chiropractor again because I've used, I'll use the tennis ball just been anywhere in my body, uh, back, uh, glutes, legs, you know, if I have a kneecap, it's hurting, give that a rub. I use some, we use some red light therapy now, but you know, this is kind of the same principle of that ball. Um, did you yeah, you know, it, it's funny that you would bring that up because it's, you know, there's, when we first looked at the mechanics, when I first looked at the mechanics of grip, it is actually very similar to your posture muscles. And, mm -hmm. and how I say that, Chris, is the example you just gave. So if I'm, if you're sitting all day, standing all day, whatever, if you were a busy person, those extensor muscles are actually contracting all day to support your to support your spine, you know, support your posture, and then you're doing whatever you're doing in front of yourself. No mm -hmm. different than the muscles that are closing your hand are grabbing all day doing what they do, and the muscles on the extensor side are contracting all day in support. So it's a co-contraction. As you do that all day, absolutely, you're, you're not, when I grab something, I'm not grabbing it and then opening my hand the other way and doing something behind me with my hand open, which would create a pretty good balance by the end of the day. You're not doing that. You're repetitively gripping. You're doing stuff with your hands in front of you all day. Not only is that a hand muscle imbalance, but it would be a pot becomes a postural imbalance because we never yeah. open and spread our spine. Like, cause we've got 
all the spinal muscles back there. So you're kind of treating a little bit of a symptom back there by, by rubbing it. I would say, I would even go further on that evaluation you did. It's interesting because in our company, and again, it's not, it's just something I saw in professional golfers. They would have the same thing that you're talking about. They're hitting putts, they're hitting chips, they're hitting bunker shots, they're taking full swings, they're taking half swings. They're hitting balls all day, and if you'll notice, the golf club's in front of them. So they're always working those those extensor muscles in the back of the spine, which are postural muscles, are really working the whole day. So what we would have them do, and Chris, if they're a right-hand golfer, the shoulder would be low. Left-hand golfer, so they're building themselves into imbalance. We actually developed, and I know we're talking about Handmaster Plus, but from that experience, we developed a three-minute stretch, which is something that what I tell people is you have to be able to do something at home every day to offset your imbalances. Mm. Then if you're going to see a professional like a chiropractor, a naturopath, massage therapist, whatever, get checked every now and then, I think that's a good strategy. But your daily habits, Chris, every day are your daily habits. You have to have some uh, sensible method to offset your daily habits every day. And we got golfers on this three-minute stretch. And again, three-minute stretch is almost exactly like the handmaster because it was something that doesn't take forever. Everybody's got time for it, but they have to learn about the anatomy and learn how to do it. And that's another thing is every single day, and I, I do this three-minute stretch every single day. I have for about 15 years. And I'm at the desk a lot because – now I'm working as, as a business person. It's not always a thrill. I can tell you that. <laughs> so, you know, when I'm doing stuff or talking on doing videos, a lot of times I'm doing my three-minute stretch. And mm -hmm. that's something that you can do to offset those balances, those imbalances. But Chris, as you bring it up, whatever, again, it's the same thing we said before, whatever your daily habits are, that they're in, they're in imbalance, you either quit your business, quit your show, or you quit professional golf, or you do something to offset those habits. And Handmaster Plus, that's what we're asking. Train properly, offset the repetitive grip that's going to be natural in what you do. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with the three-minute stretch. Do something to offset what you're naturally going to bring your body into imbalance and make sure you maintain an imbalance. Then you just go get checked out by a professional every now and then. But if you become dependent on that professional and you don't do anything about your habits in between it, it just doesn't work and it's it's tough for the patient it's tough for the professional that makes so much sense i mean i've become a c-sitter i'm kind of like going yep. like this all day long yep. you know and you're, you're working you get tired and you slouch and and everything else and, and i've been investing more in like ergonomic stuff there's actually cushions in my chair now and a thing that i sit on that actually tries to force my feet to constantly be um forward sitting instead of yep. i'm really tall and so i have a tendency to just let my feet kind of flop to the side and and lazy down and um it, it's really bad for my posture and where my legs are and i can feel the difference over time but this is really great there's five studies that uh you've cite that uh have found that grip strength is directly correlated with life longevity uh most people are into that life longevity thing tell us more about that if you can yeah, most people should be into it i know i'm yeah. into it but uh it, it's one of those things you'd never have thought and i'll be honest with you chris when i it's. I think it's a. It's a bit of an interesting story. I never, certainly, never thought of it to begin with. I'd never seen these studies to begin with, and these studies have been going on for a long time. But they've been a little bit more popularized in the last, let's say, five or six years. What happens is, so they they talk about. I'll tell you about my experience. 
when we started just simply, you know, doing what you're just looking at the structure of the grip, mm-hmm. seeing that the, you know, the fingers, thumb, hand, wrist, carpal tunnel, forearm, elbow, those are all grip structures. Almost all the time when you use those, it's, it's for gripping something. Mm-hmm. Um, so all we simply did, of course, is to exercise those areas through their full range of motion. And we figured out a way to give natural resistance to that. And, and it works. Fant- that's the Handmaster Plus works fantastic. Mm-hmm. What we only thought of is we're just thinking of the structures. We want our people to perform better. We want to prevent these easily preventable injuries. But what we would inevitably get on a regular basis since I've been doing this was somebody would send us a, something back that would say like, hey, you know, my carpal tunnel is feeling great now. I don't have wow. problems anymore, but I'm sleeping better. I'm this better. I'm feeling better in general. And I thought it's just because we've taken one pain in the arse out of their life, right? They're <laughs> feeling better here. So it's their life's a little bit more stress-free. But we ran into a... Um, I think he's an osteopath that was doing some work in England. Mm-hmm. His last name was Perrin. I, I, I don't have his name off of him, but he was doing work and he talked about lymphatic drainage. He was working on some really advanced, difficult uh, health challenges in some of his population. And he was working with the lymph drainage, working with um, actually adjusting cer- certain areas of the body and stimulating lymph drainage. I won't get into that. It gets a little tricky because it's, nervous system stimulation oh, really? but what i saw then is like i saw we're bringing blood flow because we had a blood flow uh, study done in 2017 where it showed uh when you use our product full range of motion resistance compared to repetitive grip the blood flow on thermography was just night and day ours was just it just blew it away um, wow. but we know that when you stimulate blood flow you're going to stimulate lymph drainage mm-hmm. so now we see that oh my goodness, we're getting blood flow all the way to the extremity. And when you do that, you're bringing more oxygen and nutrients to all those tissues and joints, which we knew. We knew that part. Mm-hmm. But we never equated it to we're also going to improve the venous drainage away from the extremities, the upper extremity. And with venous drainage, you're going to improve the lymphatic drainage. And the lymph ducts are actually near, I'm terrible in this camera, but they're, they're actually near your shoulders where, where the actual lymph drains for good. And that's one of, oh, wow. kind of your sewage system. Mm-hmm. So we know now that by training your, ha- your, your hands, we started to see that's why I think people are getting better. So I know it's a long explanation, Chris, but what we also then saw is we started to see these studies about, wow, when, when people have grip strength, they're having life longevity and it is directly correlated. It's not generally, co- it's directly correlated. So it tells you two things, Chris, is once the people with grip strength are probably going to be quite active in their life. Like you were talking about motion is the lotion of life type of thing. It keeps, <laughs> it's the lotion it, of it life. Keeps, it keeps everything going. It really does. Your joints, your tissues, your body knows if you're not moving, well, I'll just digest food all day. I'll, you know, I'll, whatever your, your brain knows that but once you're moving it says boy terry's moving or chris is moving the extremities now i've got to stimulate blood flow way out there i've got to stimulate lymph drainage out there and it adjusts to your environment and you just do better so we know that if you get blood flow to your extremities we know that is going to increase not only the oxygen and nutrients you get to those tissues to keep them healthy but it's mm-hmm. also 
increase the lymphatic drainage. And nowadays, you know, that so byproducts for muscle contractions, etc. We need to get those moving. And just in general, there's toxins in our environment nowadays. We want it. Lymph drainage is a really important thing as we've, you know, maybe introduced more toxins into our food and our air and our water, etc. So we we do think that this is now not not by expectation, Chris. This just came up as we're saying, wow, as we as we make these areas stronger, more physically balanced, quicker, more range of motion, we're also actually increasing wellness by increasing blood flow and lymph drainage, if that all makes sense. Do you it does. Do you find that uh, you know, people that are up for carpal tunnel syndrome. This is uh, surgery that this could uh, can help them avoid that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. In fact, it's another one. I'm not bringing you. You're asking good questions. We actually had a study done. Uh, it was a study done. I believe it was out of Turkey, and it, they were using our product uh, for hand exercise, and they were using them on. They were using on dialysis patients that had carpal tunnel syndrome. Mm-hmm. So when they when they did that and they were doing they would do uh, the the nerve study and everything to show that to prove that they they actually had carpal tunnel syndrome so it's a nerve conduction study they would do then they would use our product through just just the close and open you close against a ball you open against the cord they would mm-hmm. just do that exercise and they saw that I think a third of the carpal tunnel um, the ones with the nerve conduction study a third of them went to absolutely zero. So then they said the conclusion was absolutely hand exercise. We knew that already because we've been doing it already. And and we had, you know, we've had a lot of um, just reports of carpal tunnel syndrome going away. So it doesn't surprise us, but that's a published study. And I believe it's in the Asian uh, neurosurgery journal. And it's in a 2017, we reference it on our website now. Uh, but we've we've also looked at the study, and they weren't even using the soft; they were using the medium. So oh, wow. we would say to people in that situation, you know, do the medium, get your full range of motion. Then, if needed, move. Sorry, do the soft, get your full range of motion, get your tone of your muscles started. Then move to the medium if needed. And but the, this study just went right to the medium, so I don't even think it was the best way to do it. And they got great results on carpal tunnel syndrome. Chris, the last thing I'll say about carpal tunnel, tunnel syndrome, when we talk to people about carpal tunnel syndrome, we explain what the carpal tunnel is. And all the, and there's, there's actually five muscles that attach onto the top of the carpal tunnel. Mm-hmm. And as you're contracting, if you're doing nothing to oppose it, that's exactly what happens. The carpal tunnel shuts down. It's not that tricky. Mm-hmm. So it's, the problem is we don't understand that you need to strengthen the muscles. There's four muscles that actually open and spread the carpal tunnel as well. Okay. So if wow. you're not, if you're, it's one of those things, just like your spine, if you're not keeping your, your, your grip muscles in balance, all of these things are breaking down fingers, thumb, carpal tunnel, wrist, forearm is shortening and your elbow is shortening. It causes problems at that entire kinetic chain that involves grip, which is, which is fingertips, thumb tips all the way down to your elbow. Wow. That's pretty interesting. Uh, you know, I'm looking over your website too, and you have videos for uh, how to train people on on how to use the device properly, et cetera, et cetera. And you've sold over a million units of this. Yeah, we've sold we've sold well over a million units now. And I don't even again, I don't even think we've touched 
you know, when we go to do even trade shows that are specific to grip, most people have never even heard this. But, you know, we're, we're getting to the point, Chris, where we've penetrated, we're penetrated the markets, especially like therapy quite well. Uh, but there's still, if you look in, if you look in music stores, it's a hard, you know, it's a hard thing. You don't see us in very many music stores yet. And that's every single musician, every single work place that has grip, every single smartphone user, um, every single gamer or esport athlete. Most of these people have still not understood grip. They've never been shown it and taught it. And we're getting to as many people as we can. We work hard to do it. Um, but it isn't a complicated situation. It's a complicated area. But like I say, some of the diagnosis of the injuries is a little complicated if you don't know the details of what they're doing. But but the recovery and the training process, we've made it so super easy. There you go. Well, I've ordered one off of Amazon. One's on the way already. I got the firm grip because <laughs> I, I get those big hands. And I think I have fairly strong hands. I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> you know what, get Chris, what you'll find out is, again, we've done like athletic trainer shows forever. And we so we've seen some big boys like yourself. We've seen some really strong grip people. And I will... Unless you've done the exercise, I'll guarantee you that once you open and spread, you're going, oh, what's with these opening and spreading muscles? <laughs> they're hugely important for the stabilization of your grip and the fingers, thumb, carpal tunnel, wrist, and elbow. So there you go. You'll feel it. I will guarantee it. But once you train it, you know, three, four weeks, it'll be a piece of cake. There you go. Uh, you know, I, I've been really focusing on this movement thing. Uh, and uh, ever since I saw the Blue Zones thing, and I'm like, I got to move more. I got to stretch more. I got to do more stuff. I think this is why people like yoga and find it healthy is because, you know, stretching the muscles, moving them into different ways that you haven't moved them before is really important. Just you make sure and lubricate everything and, and get the blood flow going. And, you know, it, it, life, what I found is the older you get, it's about quality of life. Yeah. And, um, you know, things don't move the way they used to. You don't develop as much collagen. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you've got a supplement. Uh, what you're doing is you're gearing down, you know. <laughs> you know, I take like, I don't know, what is it, 150 or 100 freaking pills a day for, you know, all sorts of supplements and, you know, uh, testosterone and all this sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, you, you have to make sure you get that quality of life and try and extend and get the best quality you can out of your life is as you, your body kind of winds down. That's just the way it works. Yeah, so you know, Chris, let me, let me, let me just suggest something to yourself and your listeners about, about that is that I want everybody to realize that, that your, you know, your body is alive. Like your body is alive and it's always reacting to exactly whatever your environment is. If you and I sit, like I'm sitting for a lot of time, but, but I, I'm sitting, at the, I have to answer emails, I have to do whatever I have to do uh, on, in my office. I will not let that be my environment because that's why I was talking. I stretch every single day. I'm, we're active every single day. We take the dog out every single day, et cetera. Mm -hmm. uh, still play hockey. Uh, still, uh -huh. you know, and as I'm getting older, my kids play hockey, but I still play. But my point is, I think sometimes, and I love supplementing, like I, you know, you need to have good food. You need to have lots of water. You need to have a, I think even be of service to others. You're doing a good job with your show, Chris, is a something that really helps you with uh, knowing that you're contributing positively. That's really good. Mm -hmm. But movement is what your body is going to notice. And, and, if, and so you can take all the supplements you want, but if your body's not being told, Hey, let's get blood flow out to the extremities. Let's, let's, 
you know, and you also need fresh air, right? Oxygen. So it's a whole mm-hmm. lifestyle thing. I think sometimes, and I'm a, I'm a fan of supplementing, but I'm not a fan of saying there, I've taken my pills. That was pretty easy. I remember to do it. Everything should be good. That's not the way the body works. And I think we have to identify, and I, I believe ourselves as leaders in health and fitness have not done a good job historically to say, well, just for example, here's your hand muscles. Well, what have we? What have the leaders in fitness and health told us? Take something and squeeze it. Well, that's completely garbage uh, advice. And and if we look at the rest of the body, just I'm glad you brought up the spine because, you know, when I look at that, you say, well, I'm going to go to my chiropractor or my naturopath or my massage therapist or etc. Who are good at what they do. Mm-hmm. But if you're not doing the stuff every single day, you're you're bringing a suitcase of a nightmare to those people every single day and it just doesn't work for either side oh yeah you have you have to regularly say here is my environment i'm going to put my hands through a ring of motion i'm going to stretch regularly um which is we did that three minute stretch to really address that i'm going to get to the gym and i'm going to exercise doesn't have to be a lot of weight Mm -hmm. but i'm going to exercise the muscles that open and spread my spine you have to do it all and if once you do that we have an excuse it's too easily, ah, you're getting older. You're just getting older. No, you're getting, you're taking the easy way out. You're getting lazy. And, and once you stay active, you would be surprised of how unold you actually are. Yeah. And that's what they showed with these centurions. Yep. Centurions, uh, uh, basically, you know, they found these groups of people that live to 100 and they're active. They're busy bodies. They're they're going through the day. You know, a lot of times they're still, you know, doing farming. Uh, they're still doing like work that I'm just like, I'm not doing that. Uh, but you know, the activity is is the key. And one of the reasons they're thin and healthy uh, is they not only eat well, so they eat good, healthy foods that are, yeah. you know, like what we used to eat from the farms. But they're also burning calories all day long, you know, where, you know, you and me are sitting in chairs answering emails and uh, playing video games and, you know, other things. And you're just like, well, I can can see why we have issues. Yeah. Hey, you know, another thing they're doing, Chris, from your story, and I haven't seen the Blue Zone. I wrote it down as you're saying. I I want to see Mm -hmm. them. I'm very interested in programs like documentaries like that. But Mm -hmm. you're also saying if they're farming, for example, you know, they're Mm -hmm. also they're contacting nature, but they're adding value. Like mm-hmm. that's another thing. And I think we don't, oh, we don't, really I think point. we underestimate how important that is for our, you know, our health and our fitness is if we're adding value and we're helping others. Uh, I think that's a really big deal that we focus on rather than just, well, I'm retired. What am I going to see? What am I going to just me, 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 me. <laughs> There's not a lot of balance to that. And uh, I think we got to keep in mind when you're adding value and you're participating in your, you know, in your community or your culture, I think that's important too. There you go. Uh, I, I, I think you're right. Uh, check out the movie. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they, well. they literally went around and I encourage my audience to do it too. They literally, this guy went around and he did studies. Okay. So where, where are all the centurions, the people who live to a hundred and, then he found where they collected at. And he found that, you know, there's people that are anomalies that just have really good genes. Uh, and he found that there were certain segments around the world of geography that had clusters of these centurions, mm-hmm. you know? And he's like, let's go study and find out why there's a whole bunch of them in one place. You know, they're not anomalies. There's there's a community of them. Yeah, and success is, leaves clues, right? 
Yeah, and why is there a community of these guys? And yeah. but there's not anywhere else. And he would find pockets. Like he even found a pocket in Southern California, which yeah. you know there's a lot of people in Southern California. But he found a pocket of people in South Southern California, uh, Japan, uh, places in I think Italy and France. Um, but he found these people. But one of the and, and then he categorized the you know the commonalities. And one of the big commonalities was movement. You know, constantly moving, constantly, you know, getting up off the floor, uh, standing up. You know, this is one of the reasons we used to sleep on the floor. And so we would have to learn to get up and stretch yep. those muscles and then get back down on the floor. And then farming, you know, you're bending over, you're picking up stuff, you're doing, you know, all these different things to 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 work your life in the land in the old manual. And we did that for eons of time. Yeah. You know, so our bodies were like, hey, okay, this is the stuff we do. And now we're sedentary, you know, and there's jokes about how, um, how you know, the new, the new death sentence is sitting too much yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, being, being too sedentary in our life, you know. Yeah, I think, you know, it's interesting, Chris, because I think we are finally getting back to starting to focus on these real factors of health, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you talk about movement, you talk about there's a lot of like we we'll do a lot of we'll do a lot of health and fitness podcasts and we'll talk about this and it'll be like, you know, why haven't we thought of moving this area of our body or that area of our body and like the hands and 27 muscles that we haven't even understood yeah. and we're in 2023, so I think we're starting to get there to to be able to say, man, let's look at this really miraculous entity that is known as our bodies and us. And let's start giving it credit and just learning about it and moving the damn thing yeah. you know, and, and keeping it. We've been, you know, I've been talking in practice for eons about keeping your body in balance, keeping it strong, balanced, healthy with good blood flow. And, you know, I do, of course, now I super include the hands in that, but also, mm -hmm. you know, the feet in that, the, but the chest, the spine, if you keep it moving and you're you're adding value and you're eating well and you're there's just a lot of basic categories. If you check the box, you're gonna do really well. But once you start to slow down, <laughs> your body's ready to slow down if you, if you say so. It'll adapt to that too. Yeah, and that's probably not a good thing. That sounds like a it's downward a spiral. That sounds it's like a no, total downward keep moving spiral. Or I think I think something inside you know as well. If you're done moving, maybe you're mm -hmm. done. Yeah, and maybe that's a signal that sends to the brain that says, hey, this so. person's uh, done, and uh, yeah, let's uh, wrap it up for him. Exactly. Uh, We've served our usefulness. Let's uh, let's get this over with. Uh, yeah, we keep don't useful, want... Keep useful, keep moving. I agree. We, we don't want that. So this has been super insightful. I mean, you, when you really do that, that little exercise you showed me to open up the hand and then do the figure eight, holy yep. crap, there's a, lot, <laughs> there's a lot of tension and and soreness going on i had no idea and yeah. i'm probably going to find there's other uh pinpoint i know there's like shocker points in the hand and feet um and i'm probably going to find that too with the ball so thank you very much for coming on the show and enlighten us uh I encourage everybody to go check out your product i've ordered one off of amazon uh give us your final dot coms and thoughts as we go out terry to get people to pick them up yeah, anybody uh, that wants to look at the Handmaster Plus or even that three-minute stretch is up. Uh, you can go to DocZac.com. It's D-O-C-Z-A-C.com. Uh, if anybody has questions, Chris, any of your any of your audience has questions, I they all come to me if it has to do with mechanics or health information, and it's at info 
at docsac.com. And I, I really do like uh, answering the emails if there's uh, questions and stuff like that. My last thought is, uh, geez, a lot of what you brought up, Chris, I love to leave the audience with is like, you know, you do have this body that is uh, really miraculous design. Like the, I've been really, one of the things I've learned through getting deeper and deeper and deeper into the hand exercise and grip strength training is that the, the it's a miraculous design, these hands. Uh, to try to learn that, and, and you mentioned my book earlier, it's called Great Hands, Great Life. If mm -hmm. somebody wants to really learn that side of it, that's a deeper read. But generally speaking, what I would say is that you you know if you look to understand these areas and that they need to move and they're designed to uh, be strong and healthy and balanced for a long time, you just have to cooperate with it, do these easy exercises, and you'll see the the hand, wrist, forearm, elbow, carpal tunnel stays in in balance. But also think about the rest of your body. Same mm -hmm. principles, and it's it's the same principles for the, all of your body. Learn about them as much as you can or ask the advice of an expert and then just start to work with them. Start to have it in your daily routine. We've got lots of ways of making it easier now and uh, keep healthy, uh, keep, you know, keep being of value for a long time. And I think you'll enjoy the, you know, even as you get older, but even when you're younger, your performance improves, your injury risk goes down yeah. uh, and you're going to, but you're going to have a longer life. Why not start as early as you can? There you go. Well, we certainly appreciate having you on, uh, Zachary. It's very, been very insightful, and I'm thinking more and more about moving. We recently had uh, someone on who is a podiatrist-type uh, foot doctor, uh, same sort of principles. Uh, we've had you know plenty of doctors on that have talked about health, but uh, more and more I'm thinking about, you know, maybe I need to take up yoga for the stretching and, and doing other things and, and, and uh, making sure that things muscle. I, you know, my, one of my problems is I sit way too much. And I gain way too much. Uh, and there's a lot of sitting in that. I guess if you do VR, you, you know, things are better for you because you're moving around as long as you don't hit anything uh, where you're wearing those VR virtual reality units. Uh, but thank you very much for coming on. We really appreciate it, sir. Oh, it's been great. Great that uh, you had me on. I was looking forward to it and I really enjoyed it. And also, Chris, you should check out and the viewers should check out the three minute stretch too. You, you, once you learn it, you have it for life. Mm -hmm. And if you're gaming a lot, we suggest with gaming musicians, office people um that's another thing to look at but uh, thanks for having me i love what you do thank you very much and thanks Ernest, for tuning in see how much smarter you are and hopefully healthier we, we want to make you guys live a long time because we want you to still keep downloading the podcast <laughs> and we love you guys the uh, chris Foss shows the family loves you but doesn't judge you uh guys uh go support the show if you would please we really need as much help and love and and stuff because we we're very needy and we have an endless need for love. Uh, so please go to iTunes. Give us the five-star reviews over there on iTunes. We really like that. Uh, tell your friends, family, and relatives to go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com, Fortress Chris Foss, YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Foss, and Chris Foss1 on the Tickety Talkity over there. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time.